this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Whew, you're in the heart of the Sahara Desert. You're going to take part in a marathon. From this point, you need to walk 600 miles east to the meeting point. You want to prove to yourself that you can survive in any conditions. Open sea, the icy lands of Antarctica, the Amazon jungle. You've been everywhere. And now it's the turn of the hot desert. The key to success in any journey is preparation. You take a large backpack filled with necessary stuff. A small hatchet for chopping off dry branches. A compass, a sleeping bag. You can't rely on GPS, as the connection may be lost in the desert. Matches, a first aid kit, water purification tablets, a flashlight. Also, you need a scarf, a bandana, sealed glasses that will protect your eyes from sand, and light clothing that can cover your entire body. A raincoat or a tent will also be useful. You need all this to protect your body from sand and sunlight. For the same reason, you pack gloves, too. You can't eat highly nutritious food. To digest it, your body needs a lot of energy and liquid, and those are the most important and sparse things in the desert. Diet bars or dried fruits are great options. Also, you need a lot of water. A lot of water. It's safer to take several smaller bottles than one large container. If this container gets damaged, you'll be left without water. And when you have several bottles, you reduce this risk. The backpack is filled and you're ready to start your journey. A helicopter takes you to the middle of the desert. First of all, you lubricate your nostrils with a moisturizing cream. This is necessary to prevent the mucous membranes from drying. Hot air can burn your nose, and you can't breathe through your mouth not to lose valuable moisture. You walk a few feet and stop. It would be a mistake to travel through such a hot place during the day. You'll start sweating and lose a lot of liquid, but your water reserves are limited. The ideal time for traveling is in the evening and during the night. At this time, it gets cold. You'll need to move more to keep warm. So you find an old fallen tree and tie an awning to it. You've created a shadow, which means your sleeping spot is ready. It's important to move as little as possible to save your energy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You open the map and pull out your compass. Then you check the route, look around, and study the desert landscape so you can navigate it more easily. You want to drink some water, but you stop yourself. It's better not to drink for 24 hours to make your body go into survival mode. You close your eyes and fall asleep. Sand is blowing in your face. You get up and see a sandstorm approaching you. The tree near which you've been sleeping seems too fragile. 
it won't withstand the storm. You urgently need some shelter. You put on your glasses, tie the scarf around your head, and moisten it to make breathing easier. If you didn't have a scarf, you'd need to cover your face with your hands. All parts of your body must be protected with clothing. Tiny grains of sand collide with your skin at great speed. Despite the protection, you feel some of them on your face. There is no shelter where you can hide nearby. It could be a large stone, a tree, but nothing. Now you need to find a hill. During the storm, the grains not only fly but also bounce off the ground and one another. When you're on a hill, most sand grains fall down its slopes, and you remain more or less unscathed. You need to get to high ground as soon as possible, since it's hard to move in such conditions. You're losing too much energy. You even have to walk backward with your back turned to the wind to protect your face. The storm is getting stronger, but fortunately, you're already rising. You find yourself on a small sandy hill. You wrap your tent around your body and wait. Tired, you fall asleep again. A couple of hours pass. You open your eyes and hear silence. The storm is over. You remove the tent, shake off the sand, and inspect the territory. The evening is getting closer. The sun is no longer warm. You take out the compass with a map to check the route. But in the next moment, you find out the sandstorm has completely changed the surrounding landscape. It's difficult to navigate using the map when there are no familiar landmarks. You can easily stray off course and get lost. So you're not sure where to go. But you have water and food, and other people know approximately your location. In this case, it's better for you to stay where you are. They will start looking for you and, eventually, find you. You won't waste your energy and reserves. But you look at the compass, at the map, and decide to go east. You're here to complete the marathon, whatever it takes. The night is quite cold, but constant movement helps you stay warm. You check your pockets and find out that you've lost your matches during the storm. Then you see a dry tree ahead. You chop off some of its branches and tie them to your backpack. While walking, you leave markers on the sand. Those are branches with pieces of cloth tied to them stuck in the ground. This way, you can help rescuers find you if you don't get to the meeting point. It's dawn. The sun is scorching. You find another tree, create a shade using the tent, drink some water, and fall asleep. At night, you cut off the branches of the tree and again wander through the desert. It seems that you're lost. Your water is running out faster than planned. You're snacking on an energy bar, and your body demands even more water. The most important thing in this situation is to stay calm. Fear drains your energy. You try to imagine the desert as your home, and you know it perfectly. This gives you strength and confidence. You find the ruins of an old building and hide in its shadow. After that, you put the branches in one pile and set them on fire with a mirror. You need the fire so that rescuers notice the smoke. Unfortunately, there's no helicopter flying in the sky. You continue on your way the next night and discover that only one bottle of water is left. You try to eat as little as possible so that your body doesn't waste energy on digesting food. It makes you weaker. Now your goal is to replenish your supplies. To do this, you need to wait for dawn. Then you'll look at the sky, find the clouds, and go in that direction. Where there are clouds, there should be life and water. But very soon, you understand that the sun is too hot. You make a shadow again. Exhausted, you lie down and quickly fall asleep.
the sun has changed its position and is now shining straight on you. Its heat wakes you up. You don't have any water left. You get up and look for some rocks or vegetation. You can get some liquid from grass, plants, or bushes. After rains, moisture remains under stones for a long time. Pick them up and check, but carefully. Scorpion snakes and spiders can hide there. Also, you need to look at the sand to find some animal or insect traces. Animals always go toward water sources, and you need to follow them. But be very attentive. Those can be traces of cheetahs or African wild dogs. You're too weak to defend yourself against them. You need to spot the animals from afar and wait for them to drink first. You find some footprints. A group of spotted hyenas is walking in the distance. You slowly follow them. They lead you to an oasis. You wait for a couple of hours for them to get enough to drink. Finally, they leave the place, and you can quench your thirst. Don't forget to throw purification tablets into the water. But even if you don't have them, you should drink anyway. In any case, it can't get any worse. Also, it's important not to drink a lot at once. Your body is exhausted and can't process a lot of liquid quickly. You drink slowly, in small sips. It feels as if you can do this for hours. Then, you eat and pour some water into your bottles. No longer hungry, feeling satisfied and happy, you fall asleep again. Some noise wakes you up. A helicopter! It's flying right over you! You scream and wave your hands, but the rescuers don't notice you. It's too late to make a fire. The helicopter is leaving! Think, think. You take out the mirror, catch a sunbeam, and direct it at the helicopter. Ah, the rescuers have noticed you! You're saved.